Today I'm going to teach you eight boundaries to have with the opposite sex in marriage. Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in couples counseling. If you're not following me on social already, be sure to follow me at Dr. Wyatt Fisher. So why are we talking about boundaries with the opposite sex? It's because affairs happen and they happen so easily and so quickly that a lot of people never see it coming. Therefore, it's important to talk about boundaries. Boundaries are not to make you feel controlled. They're not to make you feel like you have handcuffs on or a straitjacket. They're to keep you safe because all of us are vulnerable to having an affair whether you realize it or not. And the moment you think you would never have an affair is often when you're most vulnerable to having one because that means you're not having any boundaries. So it's important for you and your partner to discuss boundaries so that you can get on the same page in an agreement so that you can affair-proof or reduce the risk of your marriage ever having an affair. It's important to have boundaries. So one boundary to consider is never exercise with the opposite gender. The reason for that is because exercise taps into a different area of who we are. We let our guard down. We're pushing weights and we're struggling or we're hitting that tennis ball or we're hitting that golf ball. It brings out another side of us. and It's very bonding to do that with somebody. So if you're sharing an exercise experience with someone of the opposite gender on a regular basis, that could eventually break down barriers and make one or both of you start having feelings for the other person. And I've seen this. I've seen couples come into my practice who have had an affair, and it started because they went to the gym together, or they played golf together, or they played tennis together. It starts off innocent, and they're just buddies, and they're just having this workout experience together. But working out together, exercising together is very bonding. It's very connecting, and therefore it would make sense that that could lend itself to developing feelings for each other, so avoid it. Another thing to avoid is meals together. When you're having a meal together, you're breaking bread, what's it do? It makes you feel more connected with the person, makes you feel more close, our guard comes down, we feel more at ease, we feel more comfortable, we talk about things we normally wouldn't talk about when we're breaking bread with somebody. So if you're going out to eat or you're having meals on a regular basis with someone of the opposite gender, you're putting yourself at risk because that can be bonding moments, bonding experiences where both of you are letting your guard down and that could contribute to feelings starting to develop. So it's different if once in a great while, a random moment you exercise with someone or you go out and have a meal with someone, but those should be very, very rare. The highest risk is when you're doing these things on a regular basis. Number three, avoid working together with someone of the opposite gender. Have you ever been in that situation? It's late at night, there's a project coming up, and it's just you and this other person staying after hours to work on the project. That is a recipe for an affair. You're both in this tunnel together. You're both in this stressful situation together. You're both working on the same project. That's very bonding. Only you and this other person know how it feels, the pressure you're under, the strain you're under. You're sharing in that, that struggle together, and that's going to make you feel close. That's going to make you feel connected. That's going to make you feel like you get me and I get you. And that could lead to feelings. That could lead to an affair. So whenever possible, avoid working with someone of the opposite gender 
on a regular basis. You want to avoid that, especially when it's after hours or on the weekend and it's just you and them. That's high risk. Number four is avoid traveling together with the opposite gender. This is a no-brainer, but it's amazing how many times it happens. I knew someone once and he went on a trip to Italy. And I remember asking him, oh, who'd you go with? And he said, Janet, my colleague. And I remember thinking to myself, how stupid. You went to Italy with a colleague named Janet? That is just asking for problems. When you travel with someone, it is high risk because travel creates anonymity. It's exciting. It's an adventure. It's novel. It's new. And when you're having all those new experiences with someone, all that positive sentiment is going to spill over to them and that could make you start having feelings for them. So do not travel with someone of the opposite gender. Number five is if you're self-pleasuring, do not allow yourself to fantasize about someone of the opposite gender except for your partner. Now this is a sensitive one and it depends on where you land on the masturbation topic on self-pleasuring, but if you do self-pleasure, you can't help who gets into your mind. That's often involuntary, who you think about, but what you can control is what you do with it when it gets into your mind. So let's imagine you're self-pleasuring and you start thinking about someone you work with. What do you do? Do you allow that image to be in your mind? Do you cultivate it? Do you nurture it? You intentionally think about that image of that person in your mind while you're masturbating. If you do, you are playing with fire because that is nurturing feelings for them. That's nurturing eroticism toward them. So instead, what you want to do if that occurs is redirect your thoughts to your partner so that you're practicing mental fidelity. You do not want to allow yourself to mentally fantasize and sexualize someone other than your partner. And if you find yourself doing that, redirect your thoughts toward your partner so you're being faithful with your mind. Number six is sharing your problems. This is a very easy one. This is a slippery slope. And it starts so innocently. You're having a hard day. You're going through hard times with your teenager. You're having problems in your marriage. And Sarah at work, man, she's such a good listener. And what do you do? You start sharing your problems. You start unloading your stress. You start unpacking what you're going through. And before long, you have a soul tie. You have an emotional connection with Sarah at work or John at work or Janet or Beth, whoever. When you start sharing your problems, it does something to the connection with that person. It makes you feel known, makes you feel like they get you, makes you feel like they see you, they understand you. And that breaks down walls and then feelings can often begin. So that's a huge one that a lot of people make the mistake. They start sharing their personal problems with someone other than their partner. So that's a big red flag. So if you want to have boundaries with the opposite sex, that should be one of the top ones. Never share your problems with someone of the opposite sex. I made the mistake one time of doing this. And this was about 15 years ago. And I traveled to this university where I was teaching at the time. And there was a group of us, all these different adjunct professors flying in. And there was a woman there that I met. I never had met her before, but she was another adjunct. We were both teaching at the same university. 
And I remember I was in a low point in my marriage at that time. I wasn't happy. My needs weren't being met. I was under a lot of stress. We we're having problems with some of our kids. And there's this other woman there that I met and we hit it off. And we were in a group setting and we were just kind of getting to know each other. And afterwards, we were going to walk back to the hotel where we both were staying. But the meeting got out pretty early. And so we decided to take a walk the long way around the campus to our hotel where we both were staying. So we were taking this walk, felt very innocent. And I wasn't even thinking that it was inappropriate to take this walk with her. Before I knew it, I started sharing stress from my life. She started sharing stress from her life. The more she shared, the more I shared, the more I shared, the more she shared. And before I knew it, we were having this pretty deep conversation that was very connecting. We were bonding. And by then, we got back to our hotel room. And we were at the entrance of our hotel, and we were laughing and sharing and bonding. And the thought crossed through my mind, oh my goodness, this is how affairs happen. Because it would have been so easy at that point for me to go back to her room or her to go back to my room. And I remember thinking, what are you doing? This is high risk. You should not be out here talking with this woman, sharing your stress, listening to her stress, taking a walk with her. You are out of town. You're feeling anonymous. You're unhappy right now in your own marriage. This is high risk. Get out of the situation. And that's exactly what I did. I said, good night. I went to my hotel room. She went to her hotel room. I never spoke to her again after that. And it was a scary experience for me because it just showed me how easy it is to fall into these scenarios where an affair could happen. How many times have you put yourself in a risky situation? How many times have you opened yourself up and become vulnerable to someone other than your partner? How many times have you had one-on-one -on -one time exercising or going out to eat or carpooling with someone of the opposite sex beyond your partner? You're putting yourself at risk. And like I mentioned, the moment you think you're invincible, it will never happen to you, is when you're most susceptible because that's when you're not having boundaries. Number seven is listening to their problems. Do not become a sounding board for someone of the opposite sex. When you become a sounding board, what happens? They start thinking you're the best person in the world. They think you're a wonderful listener. You're really warm. They feel really accepted by you. They feel really encouraged by you. They wanna keep coming to you to keep sharing their problems. And before long, they're going to start having feelings toward you and you can start having feelings toward them. So that's another risk factor is if you're becoming a sounding board for someone of the opposite sex, don't do it. Number eight is using substances. Now we all know if you use substances, it lowers your inhibitions. So if you're away from your partner using substances and you're with someone of the opposite sex for whatever reason, that is one of the riskiest things you can do because your inhibitions are going to go down. So it's very likely you could act on an impulse and then later obviously regret whatever that action was. So if you're away from your partner and you're with people of the opposite sex, stay away from substances. It's going to lower your inhibitions and your risk factor for acting out and having an affair is way higher. So those are eight boundaries to have with the opposite sex and marriage. Number one, don't exercise together. 
Number two, do not have meals together. Number three, do not work together alone. Number four, do not travel together. Number five, if you're self-pleasuring and you start thinking about someone of the opposite sex, direct those thoughts to your partner so you're practicing mental fidelity. Number six, do not share your problems with someone of the opposite gender. Number seven, do not become a sounding board for them. Number eight, do not use substances with them. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Wyatt Show. To download the free PDF on this episode for further reflection and application, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com forward slash pages forward slash freebies. Remember, your marriage is alive. So if you care for it and nurture it, it will grow. If you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.